0: Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, March 9th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing, Adio A. Jr., and joining me is Tim. I do it for the Ratchet's Getties. Tim. Hell
1: yeah, baby. It's all I do. Dude, how you feeling today, I'm man? I'm feeling real good. I'm feeling it in my bones. I'm feeling it in my balls. What is dude, it? The what, vibe.
0: What What are the vibes, dude? We went to We went to the club on Friday. We talked Clark. about this a little bit mm-hmm. on, on KF Podcast, and let me tell you. We... we it was the preamble on the KF podcast we yes. were talking that saying we were
1: going to do it. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it has We happened. did it.
0: We went to the club. Yeah. And I'm I feel like we didn't get ratchet enough. No. Like no, I, we didn't. I, I have critiques, but mm-hmm. overall overall it was a su- it was a success.
1: Like we weren't turned off, but we weren't like turned up.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like nothing like nothing happened where it was like, oh, this is gonna be a problem later on. Yeah. No, e- like we're all responsible. Exactly. We're all responsible <laughs> <That's> adults. Is- <laughs> well, there were <was> some, <laughs> some things.
1: There we were some things. But we weren't. Yeah, there was, about yeah, there was... But shout out to the fact that this club legit played Tokyo Drift. Yes. Like I didn't request it. I had nothing to do with it. It just started happening. Yes. And I lost my fucking it shit.
0: It was great. I will say one of my critiques was I don't think the DJ was like on ten. Mm-mm, I feel like mm-mm. the DJ was on a strong seven. Yeah. And they had like the DJ had moments. You did. Right? They played the Tokyo Drift song. Yeah. They played, I want to say they played I Don't Fuck With You by Big Sean at they some did. point. Yeah. And aside from that, I don't really know if they if they had any hits. Yeah. They didn't we'll have, have any have to give any, it any of the other ones
1: from the club. Oh, dude. To do it for the ratchets.
0: <laughs> we'll have we'll have to give it another shot. Uh Tim, mm-hmm. people might be wondering right now. Where is Greg Miller? Because on on Friday KFTD, he was the he was the name I read the most. I'm Greg Miller.
1: I'm coming back. I need to make everything oh, about yeah. me. Oh,
0: there's new PlayStation news. I'm gonna come back from my trip because I gotta cover this. And he comes back. Oh, I kinda have a sore throat.
1: So it's like, oh yeah, I, gotta, oh, yeah I got a sore throat.
0: You know, coronavirus. I'm you know, like, know, I don't wanna I don't fucking, wanna spread it. It's like, we, bro, you we went to we Canada. Know. Yeah, you went to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> we Montreta. saw all
1: that shit you ate. Nah lies laziness anyways it's exciting news because that means that today you guys are releasing or tomorrow i guess you guys are releasing the uh... playstation underrated
0: underrated oh yeah so that's uh... news we should address so today we're not gonna be recording a replacement episode ten like we were, like we were gonna do since there's so much playstation news. instead the underrated will come out tomorrow and then next week's episode we back stronger than ever addressing all the things the ghost of tsushima Mm -hmm. information what's up with sony santa monica all that good stuff the last of us movie it's a lot of PlayStation. News it is, last man. Week.
1: It's fun stuff.
0: And so now I'm here, and Tim. I've
1: been thinking a lot about PlayStation, by the way. Really? <laughs> Not to go on too much of a segue here, but uh, or a tangent here. Um, we now know all the dates for place the PlayStation lineup for yep. PS4. Wait, like, do it's- we? Do we? I mean, well, well, I don't know. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, because I mean, like, it's crazy. We've we've been talking for years about this kind of like line of games. Like, I remember doing PS. I love your episodes, like where. The guys were talking about uh, guessing from Spider-Man Horizon. Oh, art, yeah. You know? And it's like we now know
0: up where everything Death falls. Stranding
1: is out. Yeah. <laughs> right? Death De- 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 Stranding 2, is out. We have a release date, uh, even though it already got delayed. We have a new release
0: date. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima.
1: Like, this is crazy,
0: man. Yeah. Like, it's endgame. We're here. Dude, I, so another tangent, right? I have a playlist now <laughs> uh-huh. that I play when I need to wake up. And so, like, today I woke up later because I didn't think I was going to be hosting the show. And so when I, got, I, when I woke up and saw the message from Greg of, like, hey, can you come in today? I was like, okay, cool. I got a playlist for this. And let me tell you, it's a playlist I made last week called okay. Wake Me Up. I want to read you some of these because I feel like you, you specifically will appreciate Wake me up before you go, it's, bas- it's basically songs that will get me either, like, hype in the morning or mm-hmm. will kind of motivate me. Okay. And so I have, I have on this playlist All of the Lights yes. by Kanye. Uh, Highlights by Kanye. A lot of lights. Sunday Candy by Donnie Trumpet in The oh, Social yeah. Experiment. Oh, yeah, that's a good dude. one. It eases you in. Yeah, dude. Uh, Rise and Shine, okay. J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Blood on the Leaves, Kanye. <laughs> see, that's <laughs> a lot that's of Kanye. to 60 there. Yeah. Uh, say What You Say, mm-hmm. Eminem. Uh, let me see here. What else, what else do I got? I Am the Greatest by Logic. I love it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Five a.m. in Toronto. Drake, so you definitely have
1: a like early morning theme. Yeah, no, I, legit. I it's like that. it's
0: like get in the mood, get hype, get ready, and so that's in the mood I am today because today's stories include a new Call of Duty game that's launching literally tomorrow, which is crazy. A fresh new look for the cyberpunk protagonist and continually concerning coronavirus cancellations because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games if you're watching live you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kind slash you're wrong if you don't want to watch live you can watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily to be a part of the show head to patreon.com slash kind of funny games or bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad free with the exclusive daily post show add that in what a deal people need to know what a deal. that post show let me tell you friday's post show was it friday who did i host with on friday was it emron or was it you i think it was me and you i think it was really good yeah whatever friday's post show was was excellent and so, people, you should check out that post show. You should, you should uh, subscribe to patreon.com. So it's kind of funny games. Now it's time for some housekeeping. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Mohammed, Mohammed, Momo, Drew Gardner, Drew Gardner, Garnier, Fructis, fru- 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 Fructis? We had a whole conversation fru- about this. Yeah. Fructis, Blackjack, and the kind of funny Destiny 2 PC, PC clan. Today we we're brought to you by Upstart, Mint Mobile, and Brooklyn. but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is, and forever will be, the Roper Report. Take your time, Kevin. <laughs> it's time for some news. We got five stories today. Oh, Baker's dozen. Starting with number one. A new Call of Duty is launching tomorrow. This is fresh. This, this is, is very crazy. fresh. Let's this is super crazy. It. So I'm gonna read from their press release, and then Kevin, I sent a trailer to assets, which we'll watch after the press release, because we haven't had time to watch the trailer. Because this news is fresh, like very fresh. And so from from uh the press release from Activision. Call of Duty is about to serve up a new massive combat experience with the game-changing free-to-play Call of Duty Warzone, available tomorrow. Warzone is an all-new experience from the world of Call of Duty Modern Warfare, where up to 150 players can squad up with friends and drop into a massive online combat arena packed with non-stop action and endless fun. At launch, players will team up and fight fight as a trio across two epic modes, which includes a new take on the popular all-out survival battle royale mode with new and innovative ways to play, and an all-new original mode called a plunder, where teams battle to collect the most hmm. in-match cash. Kevin, can you pull up that trailer for us to watch? Yep. Because man, this was this is something that leaked. I want to say either last night or early this morning. Yeah. And I was pulling it together, and I was like, okay, cool. This is gonna be a fun leak to report on. Now we actually have gameplay Boom. that we can watch. Getting ahead of it. Yeah.
1: Pretty big news, man. Pretty big news. Oh, 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 yeah, we're good.
0: Oh, okay, for, yeah. Inappropriate for, for Ooh, some. Oh, minute users. thirty. Okay, I like that. Bring this up. Alright, good to go. Rated M for mature. Welcome to Warzone. Free to play for everyone. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. 150 players. Wow. <laughs> They're just Which like one massive world. Yeah, these they are just like swinging it around. It's hitting everyone. Oh my God. They have vehicles. Yo, did you see that
1: helicopter just slice a human yeah. being into pieces?
0: <laughs> this is the plunder mode they're talking about where you're fighting to get most cash. Which I'm guessing is going to be like a kill confirmed situation where you have to go. Like after you kill somebody, you have to actually actually go collect whatever it, whatever it is. I guess the cash. And then yeah, battle royale.
1: Honestly, this is really all the trailer needs to be, right? Like, I feel like they're doing a good job of just being like, "Hey, guys, you know what this is? We know what this is. We're just gonna confirm that you understand exactly yeah. what this is."
0: Yeah, like they're getting all the the key details out there, right? How many players is it? Oh my god! What are great. the mechanics that are or in the features that are new? Does it have vehicles? Which, obviously, yes. Oh, oh my, my god. god! Yeah, this one just got kicked.
1: Give me some big fucking text on the screen, and I'm in.
0: Freer? What does freer mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like free roll. I thought they were talking about free to play. Free for everybody. Yeah, I think they mean
1: that as well. Th- yeah. It's, uh, you know, all the frees.
0: So that comes out tomorrow, March 10th, uh, free to play. Tim, what are your thoughts on all this?
1: Look, I feel like a lot of people might look at this and be like, oh, too little, too late. No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's like there are more people that are used to playing these games now than ever. And all it takes for them is to put out something that's quality and people are going to latch onto it. Even if it's not quality, The Call of Duty name alone and free, people are going to, in the droves, be signing up to play this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Apex does have the, the leg up of having the, what, year plus yeah. run now of kind of like really getting it down. But Call of Duty's had the legacy of, you know, being the franchise, the franchise for a decade plus. Yeah. So... I don't know. It's one of those things we we saw a lot of battle royals popping up in the last couple years and it was kind of like, oh, where's the market saturation whatever. This to me is not an example of like, oh, do we really need another one? It's like this is inevitable. Mm -hmm. This type of thing is probably something we should have seen earlier but I'm not surprised we're getting it now and i don't think it's too late
0: yeah and i think like they, they had battle royale in black ops mm-hmm. and i think that was i mean obviously their, their first attempt at it and i think this is kind of a signifier that they think they can do way better right the idea that they're making it free to play i think is, is a signifier that hey fortnite did it well fortnite actually did it the best right fortnite figured it out apex came out launched super successful free to play has some of the similar features here why battle royale is obviously not not meant to be a premium pay $60 experience. If we want people, if we want the player base for this and if we want people to really feel invested in and the kind of success that we've seen Fortnite and Apex have, we gotta make it free to play. We gotta make it so that anybody can jump in. The 150 players thing is crazy to me, but also I don't know if I if I don't know if I'm sold on it yet. Mm -hmm. Right? Sold on it being a good thing. 150 players is a lot. Yeah. Apex, well Fortnite has 99 players, I believe. Apex has sixty players, and that's my most preferred. You know, you know, I don't think like hundred players. I don't think I don't think it's the more the merrier situation always when it comes to battle royale. I think there's something about that sixty players that Apex has that makes it a tight, controlled experience. It makes it feel like you actually have a chance of winning, which mm-hmm. is a nice thing. One hundred and fifty players sounds ridiculous to me in a way where maybe when I try it I'll get it and I'll be yeah. like oh you can, okay no this is this is really fun but so far I'm like oh shoot 150 players sounds like a lot that, I mean that
1: that is insane but Call of Duty kind of has that gameplay though that I feel like people are a little bit more used to uh, playing it from the shooter perspective right where it's like they've been playing it competitively for so long mm-hmm. that I feel like the playing field might be a bit more like not just equal but full of active players that are playing it on a more competitive level Mm-hmm. Right, and I'm not saying competitive meaning pro. I'm saying competitive meaning like good like enough high, to, yeah. to like so that there are going to be more people in that 150 that are, you know, at the same level. So you, if you're on that level, you'd still do have a good shot.
0: Yeah, I'm going to read this from the blog that Activision posted because they've detailed a lot of things uh, about the, the the battle royale and plunder mode and Call of Duty Warzone in general. And so I'm going to plunder read... seems pretty cool too. Yeah, especially plunder seems with cool. the
1: 150 people. Like the, that sounds like a more than merry So wait
0: till thing. I tell you about gulag or gulag gulag hard wow. pronounced uh, when I get there, because that is the thing that kind of strikes me as the most, like, oh, this is kind of cool, but I'll get there later. For now, I'm going to read uh, from their blog post where they detail Battle Royale and Plunder. At launch, players can swat- squad up in trios with their friends on PS4, Net for PC, or Xbox One across two game modes, Battle Royale and Plunder. In Battle Royale, fight to be the last squad standing while escaping the deadly gas in the, in the swiftly closing circle with up to 150 players. In Plunder, the race is on to collect the most in match cash by looting across the map, taking down enemies to steal their cash, and com- completing in match contracts, which is a cool thing. Yeah, you're like completing cool. contracts in order to gain cash. Uh, Warzone takes place in Verndansk, Vernandsk, an expansive city with multiple named zones and well over 300 points of interest, which is crazy. <laughs> Again, yeah. each zone features distinct landmarks like the Gorin Guard Lumber Lumberyard or the. Gora Dam. The zones take place across different environment types, like cities and rural areas, for unique engagements. Change up your drop location in each match to get a better lay of the land and take advantage of what Verndansk has to offer. Need to escape the gas in closing circle or get to another zone? Take a vehicle. And then they detail vehicles, right? So there's an ATV, uh, there's a tactical rover, which is a four-seater, there's an SUV, there's a cargo truck, and there's a helicopter for vehicles. And then, let's see, mechanics of the war zone. War zone features some unique mechanics that keep each match interesting and give you plenty of strategies to try for a new experience every time you drop in. Uh, and they detail a list. So, so the Gulag, mm-hmm. which is only available in Battle Royale, upon your first elimination, you'll be taken to a prisoner of war zone. Yeah, you will No, you'll be taken as a prisoner of war zone and thrown into the Gulag. There, you will await your fate and watch prisoners fight to the death. What the then fuck? When when your turn is up, you'll enter the Gulag and face off against a single enemy or a single opponent one on one to earn the ultimate. Or ultimate reward, redeployment. Win in the Gulag and earn redeployment back into Verdansk. Lose lose and hope that your squad com- uh, completes contracts and earns enough in-match cash to redeploy you. Huh, so okay. you fight for your right to get back into the match. And if you lose, you're done. And you have to wait for your teammates to see if they get enough cash to bring you back in. That's pretty cool, especially if That's you're playing one, one the, the, <laughs> like the squad modes. Because yeah. it's like, you're, if you're
1: with the squad, you don't want to... Just sit there doing nothing.
0: Yeah. No, that's the thing. And that's like my, that's one of my things with Apex. You know, I love Apex for how they've kind of shepherded in the, the, um, uh, tag system where if you die, your teammates pick up your tag and then revive you, right? That's a cool system. You are still kind of sitting around doing nothing. Um, and so the idea that the way they're going about it,
1: (laughs) yeah,
0: the way they're going about it in Call of Duty Warzone is, hey, if your teammates want to get get you back in the game, they can, but they're, they're gonna to have to complete contracts, and actually put in the work to bring you back. Or if if you if you got the hands, you can you can go one on one with an opponent and see if you can fight your way back. Pretty cool, man. That's super cool to me. And so there's Gulag, and then yeah, contracts are objective oriented tasks. Players can find and activate cross-verand-donsk. A squad can activate one contract at a time, uh, and. Completing it rewards you an in-match cash and other other loot items. Multiple types of contracts exist, including scavenger contracts where you have to find uh, and open a series of, of supply boxes and recon con- contacts where you must secure one location. Similar to Call of Duty's Domination Mode, in addition to in-match, ca- in-match cash, contracts can give you special rewards like the ability to see the next circle collapse location before it starts to close. This is cool, man. I love it. It
1: really does seem like, you know, we have the the big titans at the end of the day now, right? Where mm-hmm. it's, we have Call of Duty, we have Fortnite, and, like, PUBG is there somewhere. But yeah. uh, then, you know, Apex kind of coming out of nowhere. Yeah. But it's, like, Titanfall and the backing of that. So it's, like, you know, they, they still are mm-hmm. titans yeah. for all intents and purposes. Um, to see each one of them kind of learn from the last. Yeah, dude. Look it's at, crazy. Like, what, what isn't working here? And then kind of, like fixing that it's it's really cool and i feel like there has been a worry of like does it at some point just like homogenize all of them that they're all the same game but mm-hmm. no because each one of these kind of has
0: they're they're learning from each other in a way that each new each new big battle royale game kind of feels super fresh from the, like the idea of the gulag right seems super cool uh, they go in in detail the buy stations which i'll just read here right in battle royale we're collecting we're collecting in match cash isn't the objective cash can be used to procure beneficial items at buy stations that's a feature from Radical Heights. <laughs> like that, ba- Radical Heights is the game that kind of shepherded in like the, the buy stations for battle royale, and then Fortnite kind of took that. And yeah, like th- it's the thing that's here now, right? Even like the small, uh, what was the battle royale game where there's like, hmm, if I describe it, it's just to sound like Fortnite. There's like a World of Warcrafty battle royale game that somebody's gonna kind of funny slash you wrong me on. Um, but that game had certain features that then also fed into Fortnite and had like a class system. I think it also had like a revive system. Or something like that, I can't remember. But, um, yeah, the ways that in which these Battle Royale games kind of feed into each other is really impressive and really cool to see because, I mean, Apex was my game of the year last year, right? Because of the ways in which it kind of forwarded that. And so to see other games coming through and trying to push that, push that barrier and make things more uh, interesting and expansive and, and fresh and different in Battle Royale I think is really cool. Yeah. They go on to detail, seamless play. Call of Duty Warzone shares Call of Duty Modern Warfare's cross-play and unified progression. For players that already own the full version of Modern Warfare, all content already earned, including battle pass items, operators, weapons, and customization items will carry over to Warzone, and all progression earned in Warzone will count towards overall Modern Warfare progression. For players who who do not own the full version of Modern Warfare, all content pro- progress and items they've earned in Warzone will be rewarded across multiplayer and special ops in Modern Warfare should they ever choose to purchase it. There Fuck are no yeah. yeah, there are no level caps in Warzone jump in. So everything that is
1: integrated together. Is awesome, man. And again, yet another sign of where we're moving towards with what next gen means. Yeah. Where it is you own your kind of identity when it comes to video games, your account kind of like joins you as you progress through things and they just want you to stay playing games. And that's a very exciting thing, you know. I feel like that's like really what Gets people in. Like when you look at PlayStation, right? Like Greg will play games on PlayStation because they have trophies. Yes. You know, even if the Xbox version's better, he doesn't care. He wants the trophies, right? This is the type of thing that keeps you playing Call of Duty. It's your, Mm. if you already have, like, if you've been playing Modern Warfare for, you know, even a couple nights a week for the last year, and then this comes out, you're like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay here. I'm gonna keep this going. And it's like, Warzone could be a great thing for Call of Duty in between releases. Mm-hmm. Right, If they keep updating yeah. it, and it's just kind of this thing where pop back and forth between the main multiplayer of the latest Call of Duty, but then also playing this ever-evolving um Battle Royale while you're all gaining the same experience, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, and this does make me think, what does this mean for Call of Duty this fall? Because I imagine they're going to release a Call of Duty this fall. I couldn't imagine they, they somehow skip, even though we've had reports recently of the, there being shakeups in terms of the Call of Duty dev cycle, mm-hmm. where... I gotta, I gotta find like the Call of Duty, like Wikipedia to see where we're at in Call of Duties because, like, I believe uh, the studio that you would have thought was going to develop this fall's game has been rumored to not be, like, to, rumored to not be the ones developing the fall's game because of deadlines or things going wrong or whatever it is. And so I wonder if this is then in some way accounting for that. And I wonder if that then means like, like I, I believe this one is being done by Infinity Ward because this is the Modern Warfare. This is, I think this is within like the Modern Warfare universe. Hold on. All right. The, so this last year was Modern Warfare, which was in my Infinity Ward. I believe this one is also developed by Infinity Ward. And then you would think that Sledgehammer Games would be the ones developing this falls because they were in 2017. Because the year before last year was Black Ops, which was Treyarch.
1: Yeah. And then the year before that was in, Infinite Warfare.
0: The year before Black Ops 4 was Call of oh. Duty World War II. By Sledgehammer. It's so confusing because there's so many at this point. But I don't know. I never will know. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's been rumors that this year's Call of Duty is going to be Black Ops 5 or some sort of Black Ops game because they're skipping Sledgehammer and going directly to Treyarch. Which surpri- it, and it also surprises me that Infinity Ward has... Uh, it's a, just a lot going on in Call of Duty. But the fact that Infinity Ward is now releasing another game Infinity right after Ward, Modern Warfare is Infinite crazy to me. Infinite
1: Warfare. And Marvel's Infinity War,
0: <laughs> yeah, all different a lot. things, all different things. But uh, I'm very excited for this. Yes. I'm, I'm I'm gonna play the it, mess out of this. It
1: is interesting though to think about: could there be a world where we don't get a Call of Duty proper game in the fall, especially during a launch of of, of new a console? Hardware, right? I don't think there's a chance. Yeah, right? that's the thing is I I don't think there's a chance either. And them getting this out and this is coming out March 10th, tomorrow. Yeah, like that's. Way early, like that. Yeah. That's like not going to affect that stuff at all. And also, it's free to play. But I
0: then also wonder, like, how does this look? Like, what? How does this feed into their long-term Call of Duty plan? Are we then getting two Call of duties a year, or is this like a once in a, like a four-year thing? I, or I imagine this is a platform with a name like Call of Duty Warzone. Mm-hmm. Like that's
1: I, to me, this is perfect branding. Of you put this out there and you just iterate on it, there will never. I hope you'd imagine that mm-hmm. this is a success. Yeah. If it's good. Oh, yeah. If if it works and if it's all the things it needs to be. Then you just have Seasons of Warzone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, there but will never you, be a Warzone I, 2. You
0: don't think there would ever be a Warzone 2. I mean, it's, I feel like at a certain point, it's Call of Duty, man. Yeah. They can do whatever and, the fuck and, they want. And that's but, my thing. Like, do, do the, and this is free to play, right? So they don't necessarily get the benefit of selling copies each year. The The benefits they're getting off of this is micro microtransactions, you would imagine, the Battle Pass or whatever that is. Yeah. And so there's not really a reason to keep releasing every year. But at a certain point, I imagine you w- you'd want to refresh. What do you think
1: you, we'll ever get an Apex Legends 2?
0: Maybe. I mean, we're getting an Overwatch 2. That's different, though. I feel like the only difference is that like is that they're free to play. Granted, I don't. We haven't gotten a, a second battle royale iteration. That's what yet, I'm saying. But we're still early in the battle royale genre. Actually, we know we got um. There was a very bad battle royale, but we got a second one too. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like one of the OG battle royales. I want to say before PUBG oh, got a second like iteration, the
1: Jay and things like that. Yeah, so, like Arma some, Two,
0: something like along those lines that did get a second one, but it was yeah. very bad. Yeah, but I don't. It's a different era, though. It's just like I just think that.
1: We have a world now with seasons and battle passes and things Mm -hmm. that, like, the more the general consumer understands those things and wants to support those things and continues to buy those things, yeah. you don't need sequels, especially free-to-play games.
0: But I feel like... You want more people playing the same thing. I feel like it depends on the game, though, because I feel like when when it comes to live service games, depending on what the monetization structure is and just what the whole development structure is as far as, like, post-launch development, really they... I feel like more. it's more so the case that they extend the life cycle of a game rather than make the life cycle of a game, like, infinite. Mm-hmm. And so Destiny 2, we got it. And once again, like, that's a full-price game. That's a, whole, that's a whole other ordeal. But I feel like at a certain point, maybe in five years apex legends 2 because it becomes a thing because technology has progressed and I mean, like yes yeah. sure 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 if we're talking like distant
1: future i think at that point it's a technological thing of just yeah. they want to move on to a better you know foundation but i think we're so far away from that like until cloud gaming is totally figured out, I don't think that that level of technological jump is going to occur, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I feel like once that is really figured out, there will kind of be, like, a new baseline where it is, like, it is just scalability, like PC, where all games are pretty much being made the same. Yeah. And it's just, like, we just need this core, and then it just depends on how powerful is your system or how powerful is the cloud to compute your shit. Yeah. Right? But this is, with a name like Warzone, like, that is just such a... That can apply to Modern Warfare, Infinite Warfare, Black Ops, like, any of their brands. That makes sense, yeah. Like, I think Warzone works. So yeah. I, I don't see them change that. Like, I can imagine it be, like, Black Ops, Warzone, but it's then just still the free-to-play. It's yeah. still the same thing. And I
0: could see, like, a Black Ops expansion for Warzone. Like, exactly. In the next
1: bla- like, if, say this so maybe fall- not seasons, but it's, like...
0: Yeah, like, if this fall is Black Ops, is a, a new Black Ops game, like, is being theorized, I could see then... Yeah, the following March is then the Black Ops expansion for Call of Duty Warzone, where they are adding like maybe a new map that yeah. is then you know
1: the absolutely
0: yeah number two Cyberpunk has revealed the look for its feminine protagonist. This comes from Joseph Noop at IGN. I have not uh, seen
1: this and I am excited.
0: And Kevin, can you pull pull this up uh, because there's images that people can see? Cyberpunk 2077 developer CD Projekt Red or CD Projekt Red because isn't the J silent? It, it, CD Projekt red, <laughs> red is celebrating International Women's Day by showing off an updated depiction of the feminine version of the protagonist, V. The new art is also Cyberpunk 2077's reversible box art. CD Projekt Red shared the new look from the official Cyberpunk 2077 Twitter account. V still looks like the hardened citizen of Night City we've seen in the in, in other trailers and screenshots with a few key differences. This feminine version of V now has much brighter, ha- brighter red hair, pierced ears, and some minor changes to to her face it appears some of the smoky eyeshadow is gone and the lines in her face uh, we assume an indicator of some past bodily modification or repair swoop a little lower on her cheeks now the official cyberpunk 2077 twitter account confirmed in multiple tweets that this new image will be reverse reverse box art will be the reverse box art cover so you can decide whether you have a masculine or feminine v gracing your game Couple things
1: I want to say. First off, mm-hmm. shout out to CD Projekt Red for just having the balls, having the courage to be like, we're going with the brightest yellow you have ever oh, seen. Oh, yeah. dude, in I your love life. it so much. It's like they own this yellow, it is so identifiable. I yeah. fucking love it. Um, looking at this image, I would have not known there was any differences at all. Um, but there are. Scroll down, Kev. <laughs> That's not what I expected to see. <laughs> Scroll back up. Yeah, so. I want to find the this because this image existed before. Did it? This image of her like this? Yeah, I swear. I've are seen you this. Are you sure
0: you're not mixing it up with with the with the guy? Yeah, with the dude Fuck, version. Maybe because man. they look very similar. They look the, and they they do the same pose. I believe it's the same. Mm. It's the same kind of pose they're doing.
1: I'm gonna do some googling.
0: Anyway, I love the look. Yeah, I lo- I, I love it too, and I love the fact that it's. That I'm going it female with for sure. Reversible box art. Yeah, I think I might go for the feminine version because. She seems really cool. Uh, and then, yeah, the article ends by saying the character customization will be core, a core part of Cyberpunk 2077. Unlike the more set in stone, which are three wild hunt, players will be able to change their V's body type, clothes, hairstyle, tattoos, makeup, skin tone, and more. CD Projekt Red is also allowing players to choose body type rather than a strictly defined gender. Although the studio was criticized last year for, pro- for a problematic depiction of a transgender person on an in-game poster in demo footage. Um, but yeah, the idea that you'll also be able to change Man, your character. I, this is one of those, uh, what's it called Mandela effect? Mandela effect, yeah. yeah. I would have sworn I'd seen that before.
1: Honestly, when I first saw the image you, I was like, we've well, not seen that before? But then, like. Yeah, but just the guy's yeah. in the exact same
0: pose, and we've seen her before. So in my mind, I just connected them yeah wacky shit frank furter writes in and says good morning blessing tim cd project red confirmed over the weekend for international women's day that the box art for cyberpunk 2077 will be reversible on the other side it'll portray it'll portray the female version of protagonist v it's subtle occurrences like this that shows how much a dev cares about not only their game and its fans but moving the industry forward as a whole with the industry trying to shed its bro culture skin what other changes would you like to see from your favorite devs that would move the needle further thanks for all you do frank furter
1: Locker went on in that question. Yeah, uh, to talk about just the reversible covers real quick. I love when games do it. Oh I, uh, yeah, I feel like there's a there's a certain level of craftsmanship that goes into caring about those details. Yeah, and th- there's an understanding that you know you can't have a super artsy cover because it's simply not going to sell as well as yeah. a covers that are a bit more traditionally appealing. And
0: I feel like CD Projekt Red. Has done it better than any other company. Where you would get The Witcher Three, and you open it up, and there's like a thank you note, and there's like there's like packs of paper, like the the paper that you missed being in video games, yeah. video game boxes before. There's packs of those of like uh, I think there are like codes for uh, like uh, cosmetic stuff, and I think there might have been like a link to the soundtrack. Like there's quite a few things in that box that made it feel special. Yeah. The, f- the fact that you're buying The Witcher Three.
1: I remember Final Fantasy Fifteen had a reversible one that was uh, the like you know all the bros on the cover. But when you flip it, it was the all white with the Final Fantasy logo, just like old classic Final Fantasy games. It's things like that. It's just like little touches that really go a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this, though, because it really is kind of like, like, who is your V? Like, which one are you, like, who are you, you choosing to play yeah. as? Like, that's a, a, it's a fun touch that isn't just like, here's an artsy version, here's a not artsy version. It's kind of like, hey, no, like. This is going into what this game is for for the experience. It really is a role-playing game. You get to to play yeah. it when you want to.
0: I think that's the big thing, right? The customization and the ownership that you want to have over your character. I, I I think this goes a long way into cementing that as like, hey, no, V is not just the one dude character that we have as like the default. V is what V means to whoever is playing V, right? And like the, you can, of course, customize V to be. Whatever, right? You can customize V to be black, and customize V to be transgender. You can you can make V look however you want. And so, like I I think it would have been even cooler if they took a step further and made like the reversal cover, like maybe even like the, the black woman version of V. it mm-hmm. like I'll take what I can get. But like you know, I, I think small steps like that could that, could could uh make very good change in the industry. Yeah, absolutely. Number three, Fallout seventy six broke its V O budget. This comes from Haley Williams at Gamespot. The Fallout 76 team has had a lot to do in the last year, working to flesh out a world once populated by only players and monsters. It may come as no surprise to find out that some of the game's upgrades came in over budget. In an interview published by US Gamer, Bethesda's Vice President, Pete Hines, went into some detail about the process of developing Wastelanders, discussing both the project's goals and what went into achieving them. And as a reminder, Wastelanders is their upcoming DLC. I don't know if it already came out or not. Yeah, can somebody look that up? Uh, but yeah, Wastelanders is their DLC that's supposed to add in NPCs. With a world of new NPCs to be integrated into the game, Heinz reveals that the designers went a little ham with adding dialogue that would then have to be delivered by voice actors. Quote, they went much beyond what they were budgeted to do because... design It's coming out next month? Yep. Okay. Uh, quote, they went bu- much beyond what they were budgeted to do because designers can't help themselves. So they blew past their word count budgets, he said. The design on NPC interactions and quests has has had a focus on replayability as Heinz is realistic about not being able to produce content as fast as players can play through it. Quote, there's just no reasonable, da- ra- there's no reasonable cadence that you can just put out large volumes of quest content that will keep up with the extent to which players burn through it. Because it's, t- because it's going to take you six months, nine months, a year to make content that they're going to burn through in two weeks. Heinz said, Tim. Yes. First of all, are you into Fallout at all? Absolutely not. Okay. I am a Fallout person, but I didn't play Fallout 76. One, because I didn't have faith in it going in. And then, two, because when it came out, it got bad reviews, and I was like, knew it. Uh, And so I kind of stayed away from it. But one of the big reasons I did stay away from it, one of the big reasons I was very trepidatious going into it was the fact that there was no... uh, NPCs. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this Wastelanders DLC kinda had kind of it's kind of piqued my interest. It's not necessarily sold me on going back to Fallout 76 or trying to jump into Fallout 76. But for me, one of the biggest things that makes Fallout Fallout is the characters that you meet and the ways in which the the, the characters and the dialogue trees and all that stuff builds the world and the story that that you're participating in. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I think like the the idea that they went over budget, I think, is a cool kind of marketing. Like, hey, look at us! Like, we put in so much effort that we blew past budget. Hey, the thing that you wanted, oh man, we're, we're doing it like yeah. a lot
1: more than we said we were.
0: Oh yeah, like, turns out this is gonna be way better than than we planned for. Um, it, so I kind of read it as that, but at the same time, it's nice to see hey, that they're going good hard. News is good news, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it
1: could be bad news, but whatever. Is this earlier we we're talking about too little, too late.
0: This to me, yeah. perfect
1: example of yeah, it's too little, too late.
0: Yeah, I asked this question. To Greg, I want to say a month or so ago on this show, I'll ask it to you. Which game do you feel like has a better chance of making a comeback between Anthem and Fallout 76? Dude,
1: I mean, honestly, those are the two that have the the least chance of coming back. Like, mm. after so many games that we've seen have kind of shitty launches and then become something years later, over or over the years later, I feel like Anthem has a better shot. Because Anthem is still kind of an unknown quantity. It's only one game, and it had a bad launch. Yeah. But if it came back and was awesome, I feel like it would be new to so many people for the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Fallout 76 is like... Yeah. In a franchise of games that you can compare it to, and everybody has their touchstone. So I feel like even adding all this stuff in, it'll still never feel like Fallout 5.
0: That's very much my thing, is that I feel like Fallout 76 has the comparisons that you can make with the other Fallout games and like people have that expectation for what a Fallout game is. I don't think Fallout 76 could ever be that given what it is at its core. Like maybe one day it builds up and it does have this expansive story and does build this cool world and does become interesting. and does have all these quest lines that makes a Fallout game a Fallout game. But with it being what it is, right? With it being a multiplayer, like build your own settlement kind of thing uh, built on the foundation of of Fallout 4, which is a great Fallout game. Like I love Fallout 4, but I feel like for Fallout fans – people look to Fallout new vegas or fallout 3 as like the superior games i feel like you're, i feel like Fallout 76 has kind of started off from a rough place a rough enough place where i, I it's very hard for me to see that game kind of coming back yeah anthem i can kind of see it the only thing that's real that's really actually m- making me think anthem might not come back is the fact that like it's 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 under ea and i'm not really seeing that sort of come back from ea
1: yet out front too
0: yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. But, it's but at like, the same what, what time, what does a like, comeback mean? Yeah, right. Fall, does it mean
1: but, like critically, like with reviews? Does it mm-hmm. mean sales? Does it mean player base? Like, yeah, because
0: that's the thing with Battlefront Two is that like I wouldn't have realized Battlefront Two had came back if people weren't like telling us that, like, oh yeah, like no, the sales for Battlefront Two are are back up again. Like, well,
1: they re-reviewed it. Like IGN re-reviewed it and mm-hmm. gave it a, a much higher score. Okay. Yeah, like, I don't know the exact numbers. Somebody in your wrong let us know. But, mm. um, yeah, like, they re-reviewed Battlefront 2, and they're like, hey, like, they fixed a lot of the issues. Yeah,
0: and Anthem, I could see Anthem coming back and being, like, a good game. I don't know if I can see Anthem coming back and getting what back. what
1: Anthem should have been in the first place.
0: Yeah, being that, or, like, even getting on the top ten sales, like, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is, because it's Star, Star Wars, Wars. And people yeah. are going to give that a second shot and come back to it, because you see it on the store shelves, and you're like, oh, Star Wars oh it's good okay cool i'll buy it right that can that's something that can happen yeah a few years after in a way that i don't know if anthem has that kind of i mean anthem kind of had to present itself as having that power at, at, at launch and it kind of didn't and so i don't know if it can kind of regain that power but i think we'll see we will man we will now it's time for the coronavirus section of news number four I had to separate this because, and I didn't know a good way to name it. you so need to I, come up with a better name than the
1: coronavirus? Section. Well,
0: I was gonna call it the qu- the quarantine zone, but I don't know how to I don't know how to like handle it in a way that's sensitive. <laughs> Kev gives out the no. Yeah, I didn't know, know how to how to like be sensitive to it. Be sensitive yeah. to it, but at the same time, like <laughs> make it a, <laughs> make it a show, you know. Uh, number four, Mo Yang and EA cancel live events in response to COVID nineteen. This comes from Hayden Taylor at Games gamesindustry.biz. Moyang and Electronic Arts are the latest game companies to cancel live events in response to the noble coronavirus, uh, COVID-19. Minecraft developer Mojang announced it will cancel Minecraft Festival, a live event that was scheduled to take place in Orlando, Florida, in September. Revealed earlier this year, Minecraft Festival was the brand's return to live events after a three-year hiatus. However, due to the scope of the event, Mojang said it was struggling to coordinate amid the, the coronavirus chaos. Quote, our partners, producers, and exhibitors are based in all corners of the world, and right now we can't meet the collabor- we can't meet and collaborate in the way we-, we need to, said Mo Yang. Without knowing exactly when we can resume planning, we have decided to postpone. That way we can make sure that the next year's events events will be the same will be the amazing one that our community expects and deserves. Meanwhile, Electronic Arts revealed it was postponing or canceling a number of Apex Legends and FIFA 20 eSports events, including the Apex Legends Global Series, which was scheduled to take place over the coming weekend. Quote, these decisions haven't come easy, but given the large global nature of these events, we believe that making these changes are in the best interest of protecting the health of the community, including competitors, attendees, and staff, said EA. Kevin, quick science with cap question. Don't mean to put you on the spot
1: here, but you Uh, might know the answer. Why do they call it the novel coronavirus?
0: No idea. Okay. Yeah, do I don't your, know either.
1: Do your thing. You're wrong. Do your thing.
0: Yeah, kindofunny.com of slash you're wrong if, if you have any information on that. I just assumed it was like the full name, like a first-last name situation. I,
1: I thought that too, but like looking into it, like it's always lowercase then. Huh? Oh. So I don't
0: know. I don't know, man. Number five, South by Southwest has been canceled. A crazy one. This, comes from this nat- is
1: the crazy one. Man. Yeah,
0: this is. This comes from Natalie Jarvie at The Hollywood Reporter. South by Southwest has been canceled due to concerns surrounding the coronavirus outbreak. Austin, Texas Mayor Steve Adler announced Friday afternoon during a press conference. The annual event, which brings together film, interactive media, and music industries, was previously scheduled to run March 13th through 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 March 22nd in the city. Right, and that would have been in four days. Yeah, which is wild. Adler said he had declared a quote local disaster in the city that had effectively canceled South by Southwest. He added that the decision had, had been made based on the recommendation of Austin's public health officer and director of public health, given the size and nature of the event, which often features concerts where people are in close contact. Travis County, where Austin is located does not have a confirmed case of coronavirus known as COVID-19, uh, South by Southwest organizers confirmed that the cancellation in a statement or South by Southwest organizers confirmed the cancellation in a statement on the event website writing, South by Southwest will faithfully follow the city's directions. The statement continued, quote, well, You are devastated to share this news with you. The show The show must go on is in our DNA, and this is the first time in 34 years that the March event will not take place. We are now organizing or we are now working through the ramifications of this unprecedented situation. Organizers also said they were exploring options to reschedule the event, which was expected to draw more than 200,000 people. And we're, we're working to offer an online experience for 2020 participants. In communication with The Austin Chronicle late Friday, South by Southwest co-founder and managing director Roland Swenson told the outlet that the festival does not have an insurance plan to cover this specific reason for cancellation. Quote, we have a lot of insurance, terrorism, injury, property des- destruction, weather. However, bacterial infections, communicable, communicable diseases, viruses, and pandemics are not covered. Which is crazy. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, and then this comes from Steven Spawn of Able Gamers to add some some more context and information. Uh, he, I don't know where he wrote this. I don't think he tweeted it because this looks too long to be a tweet, but he might have tweeted it. As you'd imagine, I'm incredibly sad. But, or, as you'd imagine, I'm incredibly sad. Not only was I receiving an industry award, but there was a super secret surprise. Well, I understand why. But why South by Southwest was canceled. I'm sad because disabled people don't get... Disabled people don't get award recognition that often. I'm sad I wasn't able to represent for others. So that's like an example of how South by Southwest cancellation kind of affects this industry, right? Because South by Southwest, for people who don't know, is a big festival. I mean, it's huge. It's a huge festival.
1: one of the biggest media festivals in the world, if not the biggest. Uh, because it's not just film it's not just games it's not just tv it's not just comedy it's literally it's all of them and it's not a weekend it's like a month yeah it's a a giant long event there's so many events around it and it is huge in austin every single year this is crazy and man just one by one these things happening like the ramifications are huge
0: yeah no it sucks and this is the thing that's been more and more eye-opening as we keep talking about this every single episode is the fact that when we first started talking about this you know i I was like, okay, we'll see how, how much this affects the industry. Like, GDC was, like, the main concern. Now seeing that, like, oh, no, a lot of things are getting I'm, canceled. I'm just
1: waiting for a call saying, hey, RTX is canceled. And yeah. Like, that's, that's crazy because that's July. But at some point, it's like you got to get ahead of it if you're going to do it, right? E3 is the next one in line, though. Like, yeah, it is. Like, that's – I'm shocked that they haven't said anything yet.
0: Yeah. But well, they've I'll been just...
1: saying things. But, like, I'm surprised they haven't said they're canceling it yet.
0: I How – How close do you think it'll be until they they say so? I don't know. Because it's one of those things where you kind of want to test the waters and see, like, can we get there and stuff blow over?
1: I mean, we're getting real, real damn close.
0: We are. I mean, we got three months. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Now writes in and says, good morning, Blessing Tim. Sonic the Hedgehog was supposed to have a panel during South by Southwest this year, but unfortunately it got pushed to April after the event got canceled. My question, though, revolves around the existence of a panel. The last, the last one that came to mind was advertised being the new age of Sonic, and then we got Sonic Boom. Since we haven't gotten a major Sonic game, excluding Team Sonic Racing, do you expect a new Sonic game there? And with your history of Sonic in the games industry, do you foresee this being another Sonic Forces announcement? Can we hope... That the Sonic team is listening to his fans and we be addressing all past complaints about past games. Thanks, Daniel Bologist.
1: Sonic has a history of doing panels at South by Southwest. Uh this it's they if I remember correctly, they do it every year. Um this is where they announced Sonic Mania Plus. I think I wanna say it was last that, year. It might have been two years ago. I think
0: I feel like it was two years ago.
1: Yeah, but like they there's always like some type of announcements, or at least there's a panel. There's not necessarily always announcements. Sometimes mm-hmm. they do a panel and it's kind of just like A look back at the year, or whatever, hanging out with the the community. um, Aaron Weber, Aaron, sorry, the community manager, Aaron Weber, over at the on the Sonic team. Um, I I think that we are due for new Sonic games. Uh, Me and you were talking about this recently.
0: Yeah, I actually I was like, when are we getting a new Sonic game? Because it's been three years since Sonic Forces.
1: And someone on the say, oh my god. Someone on the Sonic team was saying that this year is going to be... That like, 2020 is going to be as big for Sonic as 2017 was. Yeah. And 2017 is when we saw Sonic Mania and Sonic Forces. Yes. This year, we got Sonic the movie already, so yep. that's a pretty big thing. There needs to be a game to back that up as well. Yeah,
0: and I remember at the beginning of this year, there was like a, a post from... I don't know if it was the Sonic team or Sega, but some in some official ca- capacity, it was posted that, hey, there's going to be Sonic news every month. Yeah. And... I don't know if we got Sonic news last month or if that was supposed to be the Sonic movie or whatever that was. But, I mean, that kind of contributes to that, right? Like, the biggest year for Sonic since 2017. Like, I imagine – I feel like it's time for a new Sonic game. Here's one thing, Bless. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm going to throw it out there, and this is one of those, like, no type statements I'm about to make. Uh I would have never thought this would happen. But with the decisions Sonic Team's been making over the last couple years, I think at some point it's inevitable. We will get – sonic adventure 3 whoa
0: that's not where i thought you were going yeah i thought you were gonna say sonic mania 2 and i was like yeah oh but well that
1: i mean that, that's what i want yeah uh but i i think that dude that now, would be a that would lose their move. fucking mind because i think
0: that would be the next move i feel like mm-hmm. given they've kind of done everything else in yeah because they sonic so go forces, back to the <laughs> sonic forces was basically sonic Gen- generations 2 mm-hmm. but sonic forces kind of sucked mm-hmm. and if you want to go back to the well right sonic is a is a franchise that is all about nostalgia and kind of going back to things over and over and over again and so like sonic adventure 3 sounds like it's the next move like let's it sounds go, like it's easily the, the next move let's do it let's do it man what about sonic heroes 2 though i was 2, saying though?
1: that dude sonic mania 2 with playable shadow
0: that'd be hot let's fucking go dude imagine imagine sonic mania 2 out this summer Ooh. Which isn't going to happen. at nah, it's too it would soon. Be, yeah, it, it Sonic
1: w- Mania 1 took forever to come out, it felt like.
0: I feel like it was like a year or so.
1: Which, for a 2D platformer, feels Fair. like forever.
0: Yeah. Man, the idea of like, Sonic Mania 2 in the summer and then Sonic Adventure 3 in the fall, oh, that's not going to happen at all. But, oh, man, I feel it. Tim, I'm yeah. so excited to see whether or not we get a Sonic game announced and it being sonic adventure 3 but i think sonic adventure 3 is so far away mm-hmm. if i
1: want to know what's coming out to mom grab shops today where would i look the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every
0: yeah. before i get to out today let me tell you about our sponsors today kind of funny games daily is brought to you by upstart as most of us have found out the hard way getting into debt is easy getting out is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows your more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. You know it. When Gray moved to SF, he needed a loan, Mm -hmm. and that loan had a terrible interest rate. Upstart would have helped. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate. The best part, once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. That's the next day. Wow. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, uh, credit cards, or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating everything you own, or uh, consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is top ranked in their category with a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot. And hurry to Upstart.com/kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's Upstart.com/kfgames. Next, we're brought to you by Mint Mobile. If you're still using one of the big wireless providers this year, have you asked yourself what you're paying for? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly to you. Tim got his mom. Uh, this because he noticed she was paying for all sorts of stuff she wasn't using. It's true, man. And switching over to Mint Mobile for my mom, best decision I ever made.
1: Saves me a ton of money because I'm the one paying for it. Boom. So yeah, a. like that. Enjoy Mint- that a lot. Mint
0: Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. With Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Choose between plans with three. 8 or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data use your use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts ditch your old wireless bill and start saving went with mint mobile to get your, to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free go to mintmobile.com games that's mintmobile.com slash games cut your wireless bill down just 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com games. Lastly, we're brought to you by Brook Linen. Greg, Tim, and so many more kind of funny members only sleep on Brook Linen sheets because they're the most comfortable sheets oh, they're so, in the so world. Soft,
1: baby, they're so soft. They're so beautiful. I got new ones recently. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was just like, it's it's time. It's time to upgrade. We moved recently. It's mm-hmm. like we're trying to go for a new look, new vibe. Twenty twenty, baby. Um, soft as ever, but now we have different
0: colors. Still Ooh, a shade of blue. Still blue. Okay. Maybe not <laughs> different colors, but like a different, different of blue. patterns
1: of blue. Okay, fair.
0: <laughs> you know, brick linen as the internet's favorite sheets, but they're also home to bedding loungewear, towels, and more with over 50,000 plus five-star reviews and counting. Greg loves them because they're soft, stylish, and easy to build online. Brooklinen was the first direct-to-consumer bedding company that worked directly with manufacturers and directly with consumers. No middlemen, just a great product and service. All luxury products without the luxury markup, they've moved beyond the bedroom to offer bathroom and life essentials. That's towels, shower curtains, bath mats, robes, and candles to add that extra lavish touch even ultra, la- even ultra soft loungewear making you feel like you never left the bed. Brooklinen.com is the perfect place to start making small changes that makes that make big differences. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that, th- that all their sheets, comforters, loungewear, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. Go on, make yourself comfortable. Get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use the, the promo code GAMES only at Brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code promo code games. And hey, New Yorkers, that's right, kinda funny New York. We know your com- you know the communities out there. Uh, if you're listening, you can get the internet's favorite sheets and more in real life. That's Whoa. IRL. Visit Brooklinen's first store in Brooklyn at 127 Kent Avenue in Williamsburg.
1: Brooklyn. In, in Brooklyn.
0: Whoa. Whoa. Brooklyn <laughs> Brooklyn. <laughs> that's wild. Brooklyn and everything you need to make to live your most comfortable life. Out today, as I scroll up, because those are some long ads. Uh, Horizons Gate for PC is out today. The Escaper for PC, Comic Book Tycoon for PC, Fourth Generation Warfare is out today for Steam, and then Mario Kart World Tour has a multiplayer update. This comes from Gamespot. All you need to do is update Mario Kart Tour to unlock multiplayer which allows you to finally race against other human opponents for standard races the rule sets will change every day which in theory should encourage people to come back each day to see what's new players can also invite specific players to custom races and uh, custom races where they decide the rules as it relates to items laps etc another variant is called gold races and these are locked behind a pay- paywall players must buy the $5 uh, or 5 US dollar a month Gold Pass to, to participate in these races, which includes faster speeds at 200cc. The Gold Pass also comes with an, with an allotment of in game currency and badges. Tim, does that do anything for you? Online? No? Really? Didn't you play a whole bunch of Mario Kart Tour, though? I played way
1: too much of it. It was bullshit. I hate really? this game. Really? Even, yeah, even now that it has online? Yeah, dude. Oh, great. No. No. <laughs>
0: too little, too late. The headline of this episode Too little, too late, baby. Boom. New dates for you. We have Paper Beast, which is coming to PSVR. March twenty fourth. And then Shenmu three is receiving final DLC in Big Mary Cruise on March seventeenth. I don't know what any of those words Big are. Big old Mary Cruise. The only thing I know there is Shenmue three. Everything else, final DLC, Big Mary Cruise, March seventeenth. I don't know any of those things. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for read Mail. Of course, you can write in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games, or you can also get the show ad free. Let's see who wrote in today. Jamie S. writes in and says, Good morning, Here blessing Tims. Yesterday was International Women's Day, so I thought in recognition, it might be interesting to hear you shout out some women in the industry who think deserve more attention for their work. Who should be, who should the KFBFs be paying attention to that we might not be already? Are there women in games that you personally look up to or aspire to emulate in your work at Kinda Funny?
1: There are so many. So oh, yeah. many. The first one to come to mind, though, that I want to give a shout out to mm-hmm. is the Twitch streamer, Twitch streamer Paladin Amber. Oh,
0: dude. Paladin Amber is awesome. Paladin
1: Amber. I don't know how to fucking say it. What? <laughs> is it? Yeah. Is it so common? I mean, it's not the most common word.
0: Well, I know. I don't like. I is, I mis- mispronounce words in all one the time. Very specific, like, like video games. I feel like people say that word. It doesn't matter.
1: But what there's is there? A game called Paladins Kevin, RPGs. Just,
0: yes. Yeah.
1: Where there's a lot of reading, not hearing. That's my that, thing too. That, yeah. Okay?
0: But I because I even, learned that word
1: from Fire Emblem. I only
0: learned it because other people use it. You know what I mean? All the time. All like, the time, though. What context? I feel like it's the it's 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 a word that's thrown into, um, what South Park. Kevin's to to with a bunch of words. Yeah. <laughs> to make no uh, in, in <laughs> South Park to make fun of people.
1: Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna make you one mean? thing very you know clear. What I, mean? I want to make oh, this is a public service announcement. Kev, mm-hmm. can I get the PSA. one?
0: PSA. Now it's time for a public service announcement from Slim Shady.
1: I have never known how to say words. I probably never will know how to say words. I'm trying my best. We're all just trying our best out here. Please understand me. And all of us in this trying time paladin is it paladin paladin yeah not paladin no not paladin 2 return <laughs> of japan i'm sorry all right Pal- Paladins. paladin Pal- paladin paladin
0: paladin amber paladin amber yes <laughs> She's fucking awesome. She's really funny. She's hilarious, and
1: I I, I want to give her a shout out.
0: Absolutely, absolutely uh, love. Whenever whenever I see clips coming out of her Twitch stream, I always stop to watch because they're always usually gold. It's gold. gold. I want to shout gold. out. This is the homie, mm-hmm. but I feel like she still deserves a shout out. Uh, Rihanna. Hell yeah. Yeah, Rihanna Man- Manuel. She just got. She just joined what's, Ga- what's good games mm-hmm. last week. Congratulations, Rihanna. Rihanna. Follow her at. I want to see if I can find her. Her. At, I think it's Rihanna tweets now. Not spelt like the singer. It's like R-I-A-N-A. Yeah. Rihanna tweets now. But she's very hardworking. She also works in the industry. Uh, yeah, at Rihanna tweets now. Go show her some, some love. Tell her congratulations if you haven't for joining What's Good Games. And then I also want to give a shout out to... Uh, I listen a lot to GameSpot After Dark mm-hmm. and uh, Pleggy and... Lucy James, Lucy James are both regulars the on there, and, and they're killing the game. Uh, and one day I want to be as good podcasters as they are someday. And then Lucy O'Brien from IGN, also shout-out. Of course. Shout out.
1: Of course yeah. Elise Willems. You know, oh, I yeah. Know, uh, Barbara Dunkelman, all the people that you would, we would normally say. But I want to give one more shout-out, one re- very, very real shout-out mm-hmm. to someone that doesn't get enough shout-outs. She gets a lot of praise, mm-hmm. but not enough. Joey Noel. Oh, yeah. The backbone of kind of funny. We oh, got yeah. the glue Kevin Coelho, but we got the backbone Joey Noel making things happen day in and day we out.
0: We appreciate you. Charles Jacobson writes in and says, greetings, bless- uh, greetings yeah, bless and Tim. They said Greg and Tim. Everybody said Greg and Tim, but I've been changing it because wow. I've been editorializing because Greg is dead right now. R.I.P. Right. What was that, Kevin? Nothing. I don't like his attitude. I don't like his attitude either. I, I was going to say it, <laughs> but I'll say it now. How do we get rid of it? <laughs> Uh, Charles Jacobson writes, I want to bring this tweet to your attention as it's equal parts KFGD and uh, Internet Explorers. And uh, uh, Kevin, could you bring up this tweet because I saw this this weekend too. It's worth showing the kids. Stadia's Twitter had the fun idea to spell your name using only video game titles, except when they got to I, they used the shrug emoji. Kids, you can see this, right? So they they the, on, on Twitter, they posted... They, on Twitter, they tweeted this, right? Spell your name using only video game titles. We'll go first, right? And the S for Stadia is for Steamroll Dig. The T is for Thumper. The A is for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. The D is for Doom Eternal, and then the I shrug emoji. Then the A is for Attack on Titan Two. They have Final so bet. They don't have. All the letters. They, don't, Jesus have, f- they don't have a game that starts with I. Why would they do this? I would not have known that until they tweeted this.
1: They should have gotten a game that started with I. It. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, <laughs> yo, this is. It's this is really bad and like, you know, whatever. I we shouldn't be here nitpicking this type of thing, but I'm going to. This only has this bad 213 marketing. retweets for this type of tweet. That like this is a, it's Granted, a quick baby ass tweet. quote man. T-
0: quote tweets aren't art included in the retweets. Are they not? No. Yeah, they are. Are they? I don't think they are. I'm pretty sure they are. Should I find out? Yeah, look that up, Kevin. Cuz I've never thought that. Quote. <laughs> 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 this is a perfect way to find it. <laughs> Yeah Yeah good, good This job. is amazing <laughs> Oh For the audio <laughs> listeners Kevin just quote tweeted From the Kind of Funny account And just yeah, wrote like Test Well like uh, Refresh Because refresh. I don't think Quote tweets are included In the oh what the fuck yeah, yeah.
1: well i learned something today and you know what i take it all back <laughs> maybe, maybe, I bet- they're, maybe they're doing because this is a quote tweet thing so yeah. maybe they're doing fine so i
0: bet if you look at if you look at the replies i bet you they'll they'll have a lot but i don't know why they tweeted this yeah man like, it's bad this is so and sad I, maybe they're teasing that they're gonna put a game that starts with i up soon or maybe they're about to announce an mm-hmm. exclusive i game Maybe that's the thing, and they and well, like, this is just bad framing. Cool. That's only cool if there's a big eye game that exists. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if there's a game right now that we're like, oh shit, well, that oh, starts with an they're eye. They're definitely
1: teasing, <laughs> but they're not.
0: They're really, really. Not. <laughs> it's just showing how pathetic their library is.
1: I'm gonna flip this. Mm-hmm. Bless. Yes. Top of your head, you can't fucking think. Do it. An eye game? No
0: blessing. Oh, blessing. Uh, all right. B for Oh, God. Oh, Baldur's Gate, okay. L, Luminesc, E. Uh, n- 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 God, what? Uh, start with an E. Excited bike. What? Excite bike. Oh, Excite bike. Excite bots, whatever. S. Uh, God, I can't think so quickly. Ah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? Street. Street Fighter. Uh, for the first S, Streets of Rage for the second S. Uh, <laughs> for the I, Ikaruga. And I don't know why Ikaruga was so easy for me yeah. for I. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't think of any other letters. <laughs> um, and <laughs> – no, oh, no. Nice is real quick. Does not start with an N. Um, oh, my God. This uh, is awesome. I, and – <laughs> um, there's got to be a night game. It's not like night night, but like a night, good night night. Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. Thank you. And uh, G. Goodbye Moon. I don't know. Good night Moon. Good night Moon. Good, good night Moon. <laughs> <laughs> good night I'm moon, sure the it was game. a Game
1: Boy Advance game based on the book Good Night Moon. Probably. <laughs>
0: Kevin, go. What, what? Go. Tim's going last because he's thinking right now. Oh, no, I'm not.
1: I have three letters. That's twisted true. Metal Two, Infamous Two, <laughs> Metal Slug Two. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Oh, I can't. All wait right, Kevin, Kevin, your turn. What, why do I Kevin, someone have... who infamously misspelled his name backwards <laughs> <laughs> and had it as his screen name for years.
0: Still, Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. Uh, what's what's a K game that I that I could I get behind? Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> I never played it. Give me another one. Killer Instinct. Never played. Why is this all you, you don't do need for to other play people? These are video give, games. Just give me another one. Give you another what? Give me another K one. Uh, I don't know, man. Killer is dead. No, I never played King's that either. Quest. Keep going. That's Kingdoms cool. of Amalur, Kingdom Hearts.
1: No, I don't like Kingdom Hearts.
0: What's Kevin? Uh, <laughs> Kevin is is something else today. I fucking <laughs> hate him. Michael, we're so close. Keep going. Michael Knight writes <laughs> <in> his, <laughs> and says, "Good morning, blessing Tim. Since the news, since news of the Last of Us HBO series, I've done some research. Why don't I, I could keep? I could think of so many K games. And I couldn't think of a game <laughs> that starts with E. <laughs> for real." <laughs> EverQuest. <laughs> that was a lot of fun, guys.
1: Thank you. Oh, Knack. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I hate you so much. Okay, I like I like where Kevin's <laughs> at right now. Let's go
0: Knack number one, and then We're still e, e. What's the E game? Um, e. It's so hard when you're on the spot, isn't it? Uh, what's E.T. That, what's that game? The right? Atari yeah, game. all right. I'll, I'll take that one. I'll take okay. all right, A V game. Oh, fuck.
1: Vanquish. No,
0: it's not a game I play. You'd love what was Vanquish. The sad one? Yeah, you would like Vanquish. Well, about, Valiant was, Hearts. There it is. Valiant oh. Hearts, okay. Set, okay. Right. Uh, and Back to I. Game, game. We've already said Infamous. We've already said Ikaruga, so you can't use those. I'm pretty sure I can. I don't know about that. Is Injustice? That really, oh, he Injustice said, would be a good he one. Said in, no, I don't like Injustice. He said Infamous 2. Can I say Infamous 1? Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. Thank you.
1: And then N.
0: N, huh? <laughs> what is that little mouse cave? for speed. Nino Cooney.
1: Okay. Oh, wow, nice. With the little mouse game.
0: (laughs) Is that not a mouse? Moss? No.
1: Nino Cooney? Nino Cooney might have a mouse in it. I mean, it it might have a mouse. I wouldn't call it the mouse game. Yeah,
0: no, I wouldn't call it that either, but I I get the sentiment. (laughs) That seems like a game that will have a little mouse in it, though. (laughs) oh man michael michael knight writes in and says since the news of the last of us hbo series i've done some research into live action tv series based on video games uh animated is a different story spoiler there is nothing great out there and the majority of shows are only one season long personally i only see good things good things coming from truckman Mason, and hbo but could you see the show flopping and being a one to one to two season long affair thanks for all you do
1: when it comes to HBO, I don't think that one to two seasons is a flop. Yeah, that's Especially my like thing. It's probably by design. Like I, I feel like, with rare exception, the, the shows are designed to be a certain length, and that length is usually one to two seasons. And if it goes beyond that, that's just because they have like a megaton hit on their hands. <laughs> yeah, they're it's like, like Game of Thrones. Like, well, Game of Thrones is different because it's literally based on books. So okay. it's like we know, mm-hmm. like, oh, well, the story's not done. Yeah, right. So if it, it if
0: Last of Us is kind of a. I mean, Last of Us is not Game of Thrones in terms of like how much they can tackle there, but I, I feel like you could you could go on for quite a bit with The Last of Us. What's so yeah, funny, Kevin? I don't... In my mind, these are all mice. How did you ever remember this poster? All of them. They're all mice. <laughs> I think the ears confuse me, baby. It, it's not mice. <laughs> That's why I didn't question it. Like, I didn't question it as hard because wait, I was wait, like, wait, wait, I don't on. remember. I don't remember. There's a cat over here. That's pretty no, close. because I, I knew there were, like, weird creatures in Nino Kuni. So I was like, maybe there's a mouse. What the hell is going on here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they were all mice in my mind. I take it back. I don't know what he is I take <laughs> it back. I didn't <laughs> like Kevin's attitude. I'm liking it now. I'm
0: loving the energy. Woo! I played, like, the first few hours in the and I couldn't tell you what that thing is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Okay. But, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't worry about it being, like, a one-two season flop. I would, think, like, I would prefer it, man. Yeah, like, I would like, like it to thing. be one to 2
1: seasons. Post-apocalyptic fucking worlds, we've seen them, and we've seen them just go on and on and on and on. And next thing you know, they have two spinoff shows, and it's season 10 of Walking Dead. You know what I mean? Yep. We don't need that last of us works because it is a tight story keep
0: it a tight story Tight, Toy. tight <laughs> next up squad up but Whoa. there is no squad up remember you can oh. write into patreon.com slash kind of funny games if you want to get your squad up red that's if you want to play video games with people play video games with the community have a good old time now it's time for kind of funny.com slash you're wrong to see what we got wrong today let's see wow y'all ro- y'all y'all wrote in a lot <laughs> Oh, my God. Realm Royale was the one I was thinking of, like, the World of Warcraft-ish Battle Royale game. What? Realm Royale.
1: Why did you need an R? What? Realm Royale. Realm? There's no R in Blessing. I didn't say an R. No, Realm Royale is... The game that's a battle royale. <laughs> we we're
0: talking about this is a <laughs> fucking
1: goddamn I <I'm> <laughs> Take it back again.
0: Reverse <laughs> on the reverse. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, nail just, this isn't a, you're wrong, but you nail biologist clarifies that we've known about the battle royale mode since January or February because it leaked. That's a that's a thing I knew, but I when they confirmed it, I was like, it's not there's no point of bringing up the leak, but there you go.
1: Capitalist Pig says, uh, that IGN's Battlefront 2 review went from a 6.5 to an 8.8. Oh uh Cam Steriera just says novel just means new.
0: Yep. But it's weird because it's in its name. It's weird that everyone
1: it's just keeps saying it. Yeah, my guy's. Like, well, like know- it's new I- Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> even though it's the fucking fifth entry in that
0: franchise. Oh, a lot of people are just saying novel means new. That's why there's so many Yurongs. But that doesn't seem right. You know what I mean? It doesn't seem right. It's at a novel point, way to say it. At what point is it not new anymore, also?
1: Novel means new, so it's the new coronavirus. Other coronaviruses include SARS. This is just the newest strain. I don't like the fact that I'm hearing the word strain outside of Resident Evil and in real life. Just want to put that out
0: there. Blackjack says there are two <laughs> blessing, there are two S's in your name, and you didn't name a single Sonic game. <laughs> Legit, yeah. my brain turns to mush when I'm put on the spot. No, mm-hmm. it's hard, man. I no, get it's it. really, really, really hard. <laughs> like when Tim put you on the spot, I was like, ha. <laughs> And then he put
1: me on the spot, and I was like, "Wait, does this make any sense?"
0: Uh, people in your wrong, both bless you all, and Charles J. said the thing from Nino Cooney is a plush. It's named Drippy. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's he's, the grossest thing I've ever he's heard. He's very Scottish. <laughs> he is very Scottish, though. That was my favorite part of playing Nino Cooney. Ni no I was like, cool, "Yo, man. his Scottish accent is so strong."
1: Oh lord.
0: But we agreed. Drippy might be the most disgusting name that guy could have, right?
1: Drippy's bad.
0: They must like... I think we're good on your own. Yeah, I think we're good. Uh, Of course, tomorrow's hosts are me and Imran. And now it's time for the Kind of Funny post show. Supporters at the Silver Silver Membership or above get the show on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. So stay tuned for that. Until next time, game daily.